next week isn't just about Vancouver City Hall, by the way. They know they're looking at, of course, a single-use cup fee. Next week, Vancouver Park Board uh, is considering uh, recommendations from staff to modify the Stanley Park Drive as part of a plan to restore the uh, pre-COVID traffic and parking configurations. Now, you remember um, in 2021, the separated bike lane was uh, installed. Uh, It is still there. The creation of the lane which of course circles the park, is basically a two-lane, which is two lanes, the Stanley Park Drive. It's essentially resulted in loss of one lane of traffic for vehicles. Uh, you know, some have said, opponents have said it's reduced accessibility for seniors and people as well. Last month, ABC Vancouver dominated park board, partially reversed its decision on removing the Stanley Park bike lane and keep and voted to keep some of it um, uh, intact. Uh, joining me now to talk about the uh, Stanley Park and, of course, uh, the removal of the bike lane is Bonnie McKenzie. She's a spokesperson for an organization called Stanley Park for All. Bonnie, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. So walk me through here. Uh, your organization obviously wants the configuration in Stanley Park to go back to the pre-2021 configuration before they installed the lane. What is your frustration with this present park board, this new park board? Well, to say that we're disappointed is probably an understatement. The ABC party campaigned on removing the bike lane removing all of the bike lane and putting it back to pre-COVID configuration for both traffic and parking. Um, They have not done that. They have been faced with all types of issues um, that have been raised by the staff on trying to do that. However, they did promise the electorate, and then Scott Jensen himself came out on CKNW on October the 17th and reiterated their stand that their first priority was to get rid of that bike lane. And as you said in your opening comments, part they have dismantled part of it, but part of it is still there. What we would like to see is them to keep their promise, honor their word, mm-hmm. and remove the whole bike lane. Put it back to the way that it was, which would then eliminate all of the issues that they're trying to solve with some of the options that they're coming up with now, issues that they created by the installation of the bike lane in the first place. You're not and a, once it's back, then yeah. take the time to look at what you need to do for the future. You're not philosophically against bike lane in Stanley Park, though. I mean, beyond oh. just going back to the previous configuration, you still support a bike lane. Oh, yes, yes. The previous configuration actually still had bikes on the seawall, And it had cyclists uh, sharing the road with traffic. And to my knowledge, there was never an issue with that. It seemed to have worked fine. So, no, I'm all for cycling for those that um, are able and willing to do it. And I would like to see a capability for them to be able to do it in the park. However, I don't feel that what they've done to date is Mm -hmm. what the solution should be. It has created way more problems than it was meant to solve. And um, I would, at this point in time, the cyclists could still, if you put it back, they could still share the road with the motorists, and they still have access to the seawall. Well, so it's not like they're not cycling the park. Now, this, uh, to my understanding, the park board staff uh, have told the park board itself that the total cost is about $425,000 to remove uh, the present uh, configuration that could take until April. Uh, I would say, uh, you know, look, when you're running for office is one thing, but there are realities when it comes to governing. Uh, you were saying move it back to the, the older configuration. 
I'm going to assume cyclists would say, well, that configuration was never very good. That's why this the present configuration that you're not uh, supportive of was brought in. Is there any compromise until a real bike lane can be installed? And I don't know how long that could take. Take a year? Could take two years? I don't know. But is there not a need for some sort of compromise for these cyclists? Because these cyclists would tell you they don't want to be just sharing um, space with pedestrians. They don't want to be sharing space with other vehicles as well. That there needs to be some compromise on the part of those who say, no, just the ba- back to the old configuration. Because the assumption there is that that worked. And I think cyclists would say that doesn't work for us. It never has. Well, if it didn't work for them before, um, um, it, that was not very evident to most people because I it never was raised to us as an issue. I think once they got their dedicated bike lane, yes, they thought that it was an improvement. And um, I think compromise is important if you can do it. And I think that when the park board look at this, there are options that I think that they need to be able to consider. The problem is, is that in maybe saying it didn't work for the cyclists, well, what they put in didn't work for people with disabilities. It didn't work for seniors. It didn't work for the pedestrians. It didn't work for families. It didn't work for tourists. Okay, so you satisfied one group of people and you managed to deny access or limit access. I won't say deny, limit, curtail access for a whole group of people by by doing what you're doing. So I really think that you need to take a sober second thought and, and look at this and maybe looking at where you you need to be able to improve what you've got if there are improvements that can be made that still allow the traffic flow and still allow access, then certainly let's look at getting that in there. But um, to just say that, okay, one group of people were like it the way it is, and we have a whole bunch of disadvantaged other groups of people, that, that's not a level playing field. And to us, it's not acceptable. We want the park accessible by all. And if if the ABC Vancouver dominated park board were to come in next week and say we're going to keep part of the 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 old uh, configuration in regards to the bike lane, you view, view that as them failing uh, in regards to their promise to you and to the citizens of Vancouver. Like, whatever I'm coming from is, you know, being a candidate is one thing, governing is another thing, where you do have to find compromise. Is there compromise? Any compromise right now in your mind? in regards to that park and uh, allowing motorists and cyclists uh, to, to coexist? I think that there is room for compromise, and if they could position it in such a way that what they're saying and what they're doing is accurate and honest and that they actually have thought through all the repercussions and done consultations on what that will mean, then I would certainly be all for it. Um, I feel that what the information that's out there, a lot of it is misleading. Um, it's it's not quite accurate. And I, I feel that decisions are being made sort of on uninformed or incorrect information. And I would like to see that if they are going to compromise, and I think that that's a, a worthy goal to try to achieve, Mm-hmm. then they have to be upfront and say, okay, we can't live up to our promise because this is the reason why, and this is what we're looking at doing instead. 
these are going to be the impacts. And, and honestly, state what those impacts are, because I don't think you can go back and have a compromise where there isn't going to be some impact somewhere. Right. And and make it clear that, yes, we're doing this, but these are going to be the impacts. We've made up um, a decision to do it. Bonnie, thank you for your time today. Appreciate it. Okay, thank you.